0: The failure to act with sufficient ambition to avert the climate catastrophe will be the greatest moral failure of
1: our time. Making changes takes courage. And if we don't change things, we won't have a future. We need a president of respect science who understands
0: that the damage from climate change is already here. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Change is coming, whether you like it or not.
1: Zero Carbon. He's tall. Hello and welcome to Zero Carbon Easter Series 2, The Manifesto. I'm Ian Collins. That time of the week when we delve into the environmental files and pull out this week's biggest stories. The chief of all things green is the environmentalist and owner of Ecotricity, Dale Vince. Morning to you, Dale. Yeah, morning, Ian. You ready for your holiday? Yeah, well, I'm not having one, but I'm off for a little bit. Because actually, our first question says, what does a summer break look like to you then, Dale? Oh, Jetting well. away anywhere.
0: Well, you know me, I'm going to jump in my chopper.
1: I was thinking exactly <laughs> that, yeah. <The> helicopters. <laughs> when we finish this, you're straight onto the helipad on the uh, on the roof of the building. That's yeah? it.
0: That's it. Now, actually, I'm going away um, at the weekend to Cornwall for a week. Nice. Yeah, and that, my favorite kind of holiday, really, a bit of a road trip. Uh, I yeah, like yeah. Cornwall a lot. I like British weather,
1: although it's getting a bit hot lately. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, what i Pissing hard at the moment, isn't it? Well, not this very moment, but last last week. I mean, I think you made the point on the last episode that you don't any longer need to read news to see what's changing. You just need to look out the window. just keeps happening, doesn't it? And uh, I mean, just a couple of days ago
0: now, London flooded, didn't it? First we have a heat wave, then we have flash floods. And scientists are saying, this is the new normal weather now that we can expect in Britain. Heat waves, flash floods.
1: It is. And I was looking at this first story as well. Scientists declaring climate emergency two years ago say the Earth's vital signs have actually worsened, This factors into that. Yeah, that's right. And, you know,
0: I think the evidence is all around us. In the last couple of weeks, we've seen wildfires out of control in the US and Canada and even Siberia, which is kind of like a cold country, isn't it? You know, and flooding in China and Europe and now London, you know, I mean, but the evidence is is there in the news for all of us. I saw another article. uh, Somebody picked up um, a report from the 70s that forecast what the world was going to look like if we didn't get to grips with the climate and, uh, and some other issues. And they, they They validated the findings of the report against against the world today, actually Wow, And said you know what those
1: guys got it more or less right, yeah, so the signs were all there they they, they followed the science as well, it were it 's funny that I looked at this story as well about the the idea that the the signs have worsened um. Mm-hmm and this was 2 years ago 11,000 scientists came together to declare this and it's funny isn't it because we we do this on the radio and you've been involved in these debates Dale and I know we'll do more of them over the years somebody will always find a scientist that doesn't agree with that and they will hold them up and they say ah but have you have you listened to Dr Emmanuel Splatt from the University of Illinois cuz he's got a different view and you think well okay He's allowed a different view. It's a democracy, but it's him against 11,000. So I know where my money is if I'm going down to paddy power.
0: Yeah. And I think the BBC are kind of infamous for doing this, aren't they, in an attempt to create some kind of uh, false idea of balance. Um, yeah. They will dig out the, the rogue, inverted commas, scientist, to balance against the 1100 or whatever it is, you know. Which is usually uh, Nigel Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> who's not a scientist, which is, just makes it even funnier, really. Yeah, yeah which, and, it's, and it's a shame because it, it gives a false impression, doesn't it, that there is a genuine debate that you know that, that you you might not be able to make your mind up. You know, it could be one thing, could be other. When that, when the truth couldn't be more different.
1: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I think the BBC went through a phase of they went through a phase of not having that alternative view. On do you remember this? They they said like this is a settled view, so it would be ridiculous to fight to to look around and then James Dellingpole or somebody complained and said this isn't right so they kind of crapped themselves and rolled over and went all right we better get Nigel Lawson out then is he still alive let's knock on the door of the mortuary and see um and so they (laughs) wheeled him out and they did that really just under kind of pressure from certain groups that said you it's need the alternative
0: view it's a shame he's he's a french citizen i think he's one of these brexiteers that got his whole family european passports before the big day The way to do it isn't it yeah. Yeah. yeah i actually got a um bbc experience of my own right in the um it was about 20 years ago probably we put up a huge windmill outside Swaffham in norfolk with a visitor's yeah. platform and all this kind of stuff it was Britain's first megawatt scale windmill actually wow. and BBC came along it was super popular this, this project and they spent half a day walking around the streets of Swatham and they said to me we just can't find anybody that doesn't like it we're going to have to try harder <laughs> 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 this is back in the days of having to have some balance
1: you know there must be something <laughs> wrong there's got to be <laughs> it, it's kind of curious uh, and that figure of 11,000 of course isn't even all the scientists yeah. uh, that I mean, there's even even more that will we'll put their name to, uh, to the you know, frankly, the sort of irredeemable facts, which, um, you know, I get it every day. Uh, we get it with coronavirus as well, where mm-hmm. somebody says, have you not seen this report? Um, and it's you know, usually, it's never somebody who currently works in the NHS. It's never like a senior neurologist or something that mm-hmm. works there now. It's usually some retired bloke who got struck off 30 years ago, um, who's sort of held up as a totemic figure of truth. Yeah. I think the internet's really bad for that,
0: you know, because it just gives a platform for all kinds of cranky stuff.
1: Correct. Yeah. Um, Here's another headline as well. Climate change coming even closer to home, says Sadiq Khan. I mean, this is reference to the flooding you just mentioned. So You know, we have senior politicians at least acknowledging this now.
0: Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I wrote a piece for The Express this week about uh, exactly that climate change coming home because, you know, for a long time it's been something that's been distant to us in terms of geography and time. You know, it's been a problem for the future in other parts of the world. Uh, but we can see it happening now in the in the West or the, or the North, whatever you call us, you know, us developing countries, uh, sorry, developed countries. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're developing in some sense. Oh, I think still. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's happening to <laughs> us yeah. now yeah. as well. <laughs> quote,
1: <isn't> it? <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what, and it's <laughs> happening right now. You know, climate change no longer is something that's going to happen in 30 or 40 years, maybe, you know, it's happening right now. It's happening every day, you
1: know uh here's a nice one from jordan who says i've just graduated and you sound like the type of person i want to work for do you advertise jobs yeah we do on our website ecotricity.co.uk slash jobs
0: i have a look jordan that's where we put all of our jobs online so good good luck
1: maybe see you one day absolutely here's another one too many britons still see heat waves as a positive thing that's one of the problems isn't it? it it's the kind of hard sell of this kind of crazy weather Uh, We're a bit annoyed when it rains, but when the sun comes out, we say, oh, this is fantastic. Some moan about it, but it's fantastic. Look, It's beautiful. I've got my new shorts on, my new Ralph Lauren t-shirt. Everything's fantastic. But it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because it's not that fantastic set against the very things we're talking about here.
0: Yeah, and I think, unfortunately, it probably goes back to the roots uh, of, uh, of all of this and the language that was chosen, global warming, you know, um, yeah. it's, it just sounds too friendly and too nice and and too specific as well. I mean, yeah, okay, the whole world is warming up, but it's about much more than just that. You know, people take that to mean, oh, we're going to have sunny days. It's not about that at all. You know, the heating of the uh, of the whole planet is about well, f***ing up the weather, actually. And- yeah the whole world becoming an
1: inhospitable
0: environment for us to live in.
1: I want to hear Fiona Bruce on the news talking exactly those terms, Dale. Yeah. <laughs> You've just been far more, I, I think she'd hit a bigger audience. Um, cut through. She just came on and said, and now the news at six o'clock, the weather is really f***ed <laughs> up today. Um, I mean, who wouldn't be watching that? <laughs> instead,
0: right. instead, what we have is Allegra Stratton in the Telegraph telling us all, if we don't rinse our plates before we, before we put them in the dishwasher, <sighs> then we could take a micro step to saving the planet.
1: Yeah. Is that as good? Is that the new Tory policy on on climate change?
0: Micro steps. Yeah, that is. I think that's the new Tory policy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fair enough. You know, it's it's, all these things are better than nothing. But it is curious that, you know, that that somebody picks up a of all the big things that you, you might think they'd be talking about. Oh,
0: I mean, listen, we're we're running COP26, right? And this is the best we've got. Don't rinse your plates. She says your, your favorite brand of shampoo may come available in a solid bar in cardboard. So like buy that and yeah. freeze your bread instead of throwing it away. These are government's top tips for us to get to zero carbon. Fantastic. Yeah. I hope the whole world is watching. They will yeah. be impressed.
1: Yeah. Uh, she could have added, "Don't build a coal mine or a new oil field, you know, <laughs> might, or a third might, runway
0: at Heathrow." Don't yeah, spend, that might have been yeah. up there. Don't spend say. twenty-seven billion on a road program, Boris. You know, there, yeah, there's try. so many things, so many big things that
1: need doing. Yeah, uh, the shampoo and, policy out there. Yeah, and need not doing as well. It's incredible. This in from Scherner who says, "Any plans to fly the EU flag on the front of your headquarters again? We miss it every time we visit Stroud."
0: Oh, shame, really. It's, it's funny, because um, back in the day, we were flying it in the heat of all of that Brexit, uh, you know, debacle. And um, some people kind of dobbed us into the council. They said, oh, they don't have planning permission for that flag. But ironically, but while we were in the EU, we didn't need planning permission to fly that flag. Now that we're not in the EU, we would need planning permission. Um, and we haven't got any plans at the moment. I would do it for the hell of it. Actually. So maybe a
1: supercharged jerk merchant came up with that plan as a rule. So it's a bloody flag for God's sake. Oh, I know. It's planning in there. You have to have planning for everything. <laughs> But not, but not flying a flag of the country you're in. Apparently, Flags, that's just crazy. I love those stories. The Prime Minister's COP26 spokesperson uh, gives a suggestion. Oh, sorry, we've just done we've that done story. That one, yeah, we've you're
0: recycling done that. now. You know, like
1: a- yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 so we are recycling the stories because we are leading the way. This is how it needs to work. Um, Chris, on face- government. You should be in government. This is how it works. Yeah, get Allegra out. Uh, I can do that job. Um, And Chris on Facebook, no any good vegan ice cream, Dale. Uh, That and cheese are stopping me from going plant-based. We went somewhere at the weekend with the kids, and I'm trying to think where it was, but they got ice cream like in a little tub. Mm. um and it was a v ve- it was vegan ice cream yeah, it's
0: definitely out there there's quite um, a few brands that do it now uh, the one i can think of is swedish glaze uh, i haven't eaten ice cream for a long time because i'm not a fan of it um, i'm yeah. not a fan of sugar um but it's out
1: there definitely i mean in terms of vegan food i mean we, i know we've been in this territory many times i mean it's just it's not even those days when, you know, being a vegetarian was tricky because you couldn't find a vegetarian option on a menu. And now that's not even a thing. And I know it's still a little difficult to sometimes find a vegan option on a menu. But what's interesting is people choosing vegan if they're not vegan. There's no nothing contentious or weird about that any longer. Yeah. So that's a huge kind of wall that's being knocked down, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, it. you know, one of
0: the helpful things to do is just not label the stuff vegan, you know, just call it what it is describe it for the ingredients that are in it and the dish that it is yeah. La- label it vegan
1: and you just put people off absolutely so we're taking a bit of a break here dale
0: yeah but i've got a story before we do yeah please if, if i may go for it so uh, the government announced um, a big big investment into research for cleaner lorries uh yesterday yeah. um it's two million quid which is enough to buy about two lorries i think yeah and um and and th- they see it as a battle of uh Electric lorries, which they say are going to struggle to be uh, long distance because they need more batteries and batteries are heavy, overlooking the fact that lorries are very good at carrying weight. They carry, you know, 40 tons typically. So in a better place to do that than a car. Uh, So uh, a battle between EVs, hydrogen, and this new idea of um, lorry trams. So um, imagine a lorry on the motorway with a little tram-type bogey on its roof, hooking, yeah, up it. to, hooking up to some overhead power cables uh, for a little bit of a, a charge-up while it's on the motorway. So they're, they're doing a study into that. And, and I think the whole thing is sad, really. I mean, two million quid is nothing. It's a drop in the ocean of what the government spends money on, particularly in fossil fuels. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's a big old distraction, you know, because EV lorries are coming. And, uh, you know, if, if there's a platform for which it will work, it's something that can drag
1: 40 tons up and down the road. Absolutely. So two million quid on lorries, 37 billion pounds on test and trace, which has been an unmitigating disaster. <laughs> yeah. And all the fossil fuel
0: subsidies and stuff that's, you know, still out there. S- yeah. Still out there. yeah right. So that was nice. But I've got one last story, which I think is really exciting. I don't know if, if uh, anybody out there saw it. Philip Morris called for a ban on cigarettes by 2030 because they're harmful. Wow, yeah. pinch me! It's like a dream, isn't it? Well,
1: <laughs> but what was interesting about that? Only the ban only in this country. I think all Western countries, because they're going to go on flogging them in China and Africa and everywhere else where they sell their their cigarettes. Well, okay,
0: where the harm doesn't matter. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But, but actually, below the headline was something even more interesting because they're pivoting into e-cigarettes whereby things don't get burned, they get vaporized somehow and less harmful. And they've got their own technology whereby you can put tobacco into an e-cigarette thing. And get the nicotine from it without burning the tobacco. So they've got a plan for a future business model for themselves. So by calling for the ban of cigarettes by twenty thirty, they aren't calling for their own demise.
1: No, of course they're not.
0: They're ready. They're ready to pivot into this new world.
1: Yeah, to convert you to another way of smoking.
0: But still, it's a great model for oil and gas companies. How long before one of them does this? Does exactly this and says, "Let's let's end." You know, production of uh, let's start with new fossil fuels. You know, let's end the exploration for fossil fuels first, but let's end the burning of fossil
1: fuels. Pick a date, pivot into it. You know that bloke that one runs William Morris. He's like Florence Nightingale, isn't he? Really, he's got it <laughs> there for our for the benevolence of the rest of the world it's an
0: amazing story a really bold thing to do and, <laughs> and you know I, th- I think it's there's a there's a pattern there that we can hope for food companies doing the same thing yeah yeah right? so same, like same dates for salt and sugar and fat and yeah, yeah. products that kind of stuff you know because we've all got to make the transition all, all companies big and small yeah. and, and actually you know the faster the big guys get their heads around this the better Thought for it all of us Thought it
1: uh, well, listen, Dale, have a cracking break. We are back, of course, for season three on the 10th of September. So enjoy Cornwall.
0: Yeah, thank you, Ian, and enjoy your month off as well. I don't know what I'm going to do on a Friday morning, but I'll find something.
1: Oh, we'll just hook up and have some beers, shall we?
0: <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad let's,
1: idea at all, is it, really?
0: Let's, let's, let's hook up with Mike as well. Indeed. Let's,
1: let's make that happen.
0: Let's, let's work on him over the summer. Yeah,
1: I think so. Uh, Dale, have a good one. Speak Most to you fun. in September. Don't forget to follow this podcast from your podcast provider so you get each new episode automatically. Leave a review there as well. And do follow Dale on social media, twitter.com slash dalevince, facebook.com slash Vince. And we'll be back 10th of September for season three. Zero Carbon East on.